You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gobbler Country's Talking Turkey. This is our series of little 15-minute shows that we're doing, trying to get done for like once or twice a week while things start to slow down. It'll speed up a little bit more as baseball season catches, and Brian and I are both big baseball fans, so we'll have something to talk about there. But there are things going on in the hokey world as far as what everybody wants to hear about, and that's football and basketball. So, Brian, let's talk about some of the football news. So, the big changes, there's been some structural changes and some, some other things that, that are starting to happen, and, and you wanted to talk about some of that. So, if we could go ahead and you lead this one. Well, since the last time we were, were on, some been several changes. I think the last time we talked, Daryl Tapp was about to accept the position with the San Francisco 49ers. Well, that became official not long afterward, and the Hokies replaced him with a, a name that you and I are both familiar with and that we love the hiring, former Tech All-Conference defensive lineman J.C. Price. J.C. Price had spent several years at Marshall as a defensive line coach and a defensive coordinator, and he did a great job there. And, and I think at one point in time, he was the Conference USA Recruiter of the Year, so he can recruit. He has some contacts in the 757 region. So while some people may look at it as another there's those cynical fans out there who are going to look into everything is bad you can't help that you know that but jc price is an accomplished coach and he's had success recruiting and no maybe he hasn't recruited alabama no one has we're not going to get those guys anyway so let's just get over that it was a good hire and you couldn't have replaced tap with anyone better in the sense that daryl tap is beloved and He's relatable on every level, and he was exciting the fan base. He was exciting stirring up with the high school recruits, making some noise there, and he was also getting former alumni back into the program, which was a big deal. And, and J.C. Price can do that last thing. He can get the former players. You've seen the outpouring of support from former players from the 90s and the 2000s that were excited about J.C. Price coming back, and, and I'm in that. I still remember that uh, Sugar Bowl from 1995. Uh, that was mm-hmm. the game that turned the program around, and J.C. Price yep. and Brown were massive in that. I had to dig back in the memory banks and how excited I was. And then when I saw it, because Price actually had a really good, fairly long coaching stint at JMU that started in 2008 when that season JMU won the FCS championship. So, you know, he's very accomplished coach and he knows this recruiting territory, like you said. So, yeah, okay, everybody, we do three stars. We might get a couple of four stars every once in a while, but everybody's got to park their big, we love the Hokies egos and realize that this school doesn't have the cachet to push four and five star recruits. You've seen the stats now. People need to go back to the lists 
high school kids want to go play pro football and how do they get to play pro football they figure they can get one season in on the field at alabama they got a shot at getting drafted they might be a four-star or a five-star but they'll ride the pine in alabama for three years for a one-year shot at trying to get into the pros so People got to get it out of their heads. You can't put a gun to a kid's head. You can't put a stick in his back and say, you will come to my school. You can offer, you can call and you can cajole and you can call their coaches or whatever. But if the kid wants to go to Ohio State, it doesn't matter how many Virginia Techs offer him. It was a great hire, in my opinion. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful because he's going to go after those three-star kids who will come to us. Well, he, he knows those other kids. I think those, the kids. He's going to build some bridges, and we're going. We have to get a four-star, a couple of four-stars every cycle. Oh, just, they're, they're going to have to do that. But and that's it's definitely attainable. The five stars are not attainable, but those, getting a couple of four-stars per cycle is attainable. We saw it. About, I think it was three years ago when we got guys like Trey Turner, Dax Holifield. I mean, we got those guys here. There was a few more in that same class, but it's attainable, and I, and I believe we can get there again. And I think price is good. I saw a lot of people say we're losing so much with Tap as a recruiter. And I think Tap as a potential recruiter was outstanding. I'm not sure how long we could have kept him here anyway, as long as much as he loves the place. But here's the thing about Tap with the COVID 19, he had never gotten face to face in a high school with the recruit anyway. We don't really know what we're missing. Yeah, with we have Tapp. no idea what his real success level is. Right. Is. But, it, you know, I'm I'm a huge Daryl Tap fan. And I, I actually was dejected. You know, things happen in life. And things unhappen in life, if you understand what I mean by that. Yeah. No offense to him or anything, but I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad we promoted Jack Tyler because Jack Tyler was coaching that last position. Season, right Tyler, well. Yeah, last season, Tyler was was calling the linebacker plays and dealing with the linebackers anyway. So now I do see that we're going to see some interest. Hopefully we get a spring season and you know we're going to wrap up on this one. We'll hopefully get a spring season because I'm hearing they're going to be making some changes to the defense. That there's some rumors out there that there's going to be a change from the 5-2-4 to more of a 4-4, more of a 4-4-3, that this new staff has been exploring that opportunity, and they think they have the talent for it, and they might very well have. It's the 4-4-3, for those people who are not familiar with it, is a defense that was built up to handle the read option offenses because it allowed you to play games with bringing up and putting back two strong safeties outside, you know, hybrid strong safety outside linebacker positions. So, yeah, the great thing about the college game now is even the teams that are run heavy, they run out of the spread and, and do a lot of the RPO stuff. They keep you with five DBs on the field because they're in, they're in pass looks and they run and pass looks, and it's difficult to defend, and that's why it has so much success. So I noticed the Hokies, since Hamilton really took over, they've focused on long and lean guys who can play multiple positions. And I love that strategy because you're going to get some diamonds in the rough. You may strike out on some guys, but, you know, they, they were criticized heavily for this last class, and, and I was critical of it. They need to get better. But when I say they need to get better, that's not me knocking any of the kids they signed this class because I liked a lot of the kids they signed this class. And there's so many guys yeah. who's 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", and that are thin that we know is going to put on 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds of muscle once they get to campus. And 
I know that, that one guy that you and me are both excited about was one of our buddies we talked to here on the podcast. Well, actually, two of them. We talked to Matthias Carroll out of Baltimore. Yeah. We talked to DJ Harvey out of California. Those kids are both going to be special. There's just something yeah, about them. I, those, those are two talents we are definitely going to hear about and they in were the next four years. Both super kids. I've interacted with DJ's dad on, on Twitter some, and he's a super guy, and he's all hokey. So that's always good to see. Because that's family support, that's personal support. That means work commitment. That means that somebody's going to come in with their head screwed on straight, not thinking that they're going to be all and end all. It, it seemed like both of those guys knew they were in for work, knew that they had to learn some stuff, knew that they had to build muscle and build conditioning because that's what they talked about. But they were focused in on being Hokies, and I really liked that. That was fun to hear. Yeah, Harvey has a chance as a true freshman to come in and play next year because Jermaine Waller's coming back. He's going to start at one spot. Dorian Strong was a freshman All-America. He's locked in at one spot. DJ Harvey has a chance to come in and, and defend the slot as a true freshman. And yeah, and you got Armani Chapman coming back. Murray's coming back. We're not uh, hurting Taylor. for the secondary next year. Yeah, Jr. Walker. We're gonna have a we're gonna have good players next year in the secondary and gonna get some experience in there. And so I'm excited about that. And, and we talked about last time how excited we were about Jordan Williams being on the defensive line. We wanted him bad four years ago. Well, we finally got him. Yeah, he's a little more season now so i hope he comes in and starts wrecking teams because i believe he's got it in him and that, that was a good pickup and i know daryl tapp played a big role in that one i wouldn't doubt it and the one thing that i'm going to say about that is that made me smile i'm looking at looking at the defensive line and i'm finally getting to see a defensive line an interior of the defensive line that's pushing 300 pounds Instead of pushing 270 and trying to bulk up having somebody who's a junior or a senior at 270. Because 300-pound guys now can move. You know, a lot of times in Coach Foster's scheme, he went with the 270, 280-pound defensive tackles because they could move. Well, now 315-pound guys can move. And Jordan Williams is a 300-pound guy who can move. So there's a lot of excitement around him. And Crawford's coming back. Cunningham's coming back. Fuga's got another year in the program. So I'm cautiously optimistic about our depth at defensive tackle next year. This episode, we covered a lot of things going on in the football field, and it was good to catch up. The next pod we do, we're going to focus a little bit on the Hokies football schedule, and then the second half we'll cover a little bit what's been going on in the basketball court. But thanks, everyone, for listening. And, John, what are we going to end this with? As always, go Hokies. Go Hokies. Go Hokies.